Life is full of challenges. With an unpredictable economy and just as surprising life changes, you need to be prepared to weather any storm. Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney Kevin Tharp and Financial Advisor Gary Anderson are available to help you with life's difficult decisions. This is Truth in Planning. Retirement planning and political change. I'm Gary Anderson, Financial Advisor, Anderson Advisors. And I'm Kevin Tharp, Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney. Kevin... 2024, if you haven't figured it out already, even though we're still early in 2024, is an election year. Really? And I've only heard like five or six a day political ads, so that <laughs> means it's not really got here yet. Well, right? and that's because maybe you don't you don't have the radio and or the television turned on any longer than that, or you probably hear <laughs> a lot more. Because this is the time of the this is the time in but any number of years that the advertising people who work with political campaigns, they really enjoy this time because there is plenty of money to be made by them during campaign years. And of course that happens really every two years and sometimes even more when you're talking about local elections at local levels. But from a political perspective, we're going to have one president or another. And I know that sounds very obvious, but we're always concerned, and people are always concerned about how this is going to affect your money, how this is going to affect your retirement plan, how this is going to affect the check that you get from work every day, the taxes that come out of that. We always have this fear that political change is going to create a lot of change with us, and sometimes it does. So the the fear is very tangible. It's something that people really understand and maybe because of experience things have happened in the past when one party or the other uh, is in control and or when one party or the other when control has changed from one party to the other so yes there we have experience in knowing that things can change during a, a campaign year usually it takes a little longer than that for us to start seeing the results of political change when it comes to elections but for the most part you know this with the the administration that we have now we saw changes a lot of changes the first week they were even in office so that kind of sets a precedent for what might happen with another president when they come along and why am i concerned about this i am not as concerned about who's in office rather than than i am how your retirement plan how your retirement is going to be affected by that, because there's a lot of different things that can affect us pretty dramatically when it comes to an election. We have to be ready for it. One thing that that people always say, and it's pretty much the truth, election years tend to be very, very good for Wall Street. It tends to be very good for people who have money in their 401ks. They have stocks and mutual funds. Typically, an election year is good for those markets. Now, sometimes that what comes on the heel of that is the following year, and there's a, a downturn, which is what we experienced with the current administration when these things happened. 2021 happened to be a pretty, um, you know, disappointing year, and we've had some disappointments since. Thankfully, markets have come back some, but you need to be ready for political change. Well, how how do you how are you ready for political change? Well, one thing is making sure that the planning that you have put in place addresses things that can that different political philosophies can can affect. Making sure you have all that built into a plan, and I'll go into that a little bit more. 
but um, I'll give you a number. Back in 2021, two-thirds of workers felt like they were on a good track for retirement. They felt like they had, they were saving enough money, their investments were there. If they kept adding to it, they were going to have a comfortable retirement. Well, we fast forward to today, and now just a little bit over half of the workers out there feel like they're ready for retirement. So that's a big change in basically a little over two years. And so, yes, people are more concerned about it. We don't have the confidence that we did that our retirement plans are going to do what we expect them to do at some point in time. Most of us would like to retire. We know that, you know, we've been working all these years. It would be nice to be able to do the, the things that we want to do on our own schedule and not have to get up every morning to go to work and travel, things like that. So, yeah, we want to be able to do it. But now people have a little less confidence that they won't be able to do it as soon as they would have liked to have. So as far as being a financial advisor goes, a retirement planner for people, we have to kind of rise above the political fray. Because if you watch that stuff, if you listen to these ads and watch the ads and watch the debates and everything else, you can really get anxious about what's going to go on. And I understand that. And there's certain aspects of that that bother me. But from a financial advisor, from a planning perspective, we have to know that we've got to be ready for any type of political change because it's going to change. Nothing, as we know, ever, ever stays the same. I think COVID really brought that to our attention because uh, that was something that we had never really experienced before, a pandemic in our generation uh, to that Im- that, that had that type of impact. But there's always something that's going to be different. Always, always. Uh, you always hear, well, things are different now. Things are always different from one year to the next, one decade to the next. We have to be ready and we have to plan financially for our retirements to be able to address things that will happen no matter what that is over our lifetime. We're talking about how politics affects our retirement plan. Gary, I've also seen these changes being widespread. You know, used to uh, people refer to this as isolationism, but it used to you just see when there was a political change, it had to be more than just a political change in the White House. Mm-hmm. You know, in politics, which is my minor in college, uh, I, w- I had a professor that would always say, pay attention to the midterms. That's really where you're going to see the shift change mm-hmm. because, you know, president alone can't do a whole lot without Congress. Mm-hmm. Well, in the last 10 years or so, our people occupying the White House, Republican, Democrat, and Cub Scout, as my professor liked to say, doesn't matter the party, found this thing called executive order, and all of a sudden you're having swift changes, and it's being done very quickly, and you're not having to wait on the action thing of Congress. So change can happen very quickly, but I always notice that you see more change right before the election. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's like, uh, you look at all we've done, and I'm thinking, well, I don't recall you anything hearing about this three years before yeah you're telling me this but how much truth is in the planning right. that well, you... <laughs> nobody told me about this that's exactly right and uh yeah that's that's window dressing basically mm-hmm. for an election one thing that i always remind people and it's something i like to tell people given 
political change is inevitable and it's absolutely going to be coming a year from now we could see a lot of things that are different than they are even now politically one way or the other i don't have a crystal ball i wish i did and i could tell who was going to be our next president but i don't but one thing i can always tell people is that if right now if you're invested if you're 70 years old right now and you're investing the same way you did when you were 40 years old the investments that you have are very similar, not necessarily the same investment, but you're investing the same way, then you need to really look at the risk that you have involved with your portfolio. Because always you got to remember this, when you're 70 years old, you're a lot closer to needing that money and could very well be using the money that you've saved all these years for retirement income. You're already there. Well, what you can't have is a market downside because of politics or anything else pandemics whatever it is anything else that goes on when you've got that going on then you can't be subject to the amount of risk that you were back when you were 35 or 40 years old didn't matter then if you had a downside in the markets because you know it was going to be years and years before you used it but if i were going to focus was going to focus on one thing right now it's making sure that you aren't as risky if you're if you're 70 years old with your investing as you were at 35 to 40. This is something we like to help people with. Gary, how can our listeners have that discussion with you? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Kevin, they can reach us at Anderson Advisors, 888-371-2847. In the next segment, we're going to talk about the difference is experience. The difference is experience. I'm Kevin Tharp, elder law and estate planning attorney. And I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors. Gary, there have, I can safely say, and I think you probably agree with this, and many of our listeners would agree with this. We have, we are blessed with the ability to be able to get our hands on a lot of information and get it very quickly. Whether it's Google, whether it's uh, TikTok or uh, what are they call it? X instead of Twitter now. Yeah. Uh, shows you how social media. Formerly known as Twitter. Formerly yeah. known as Twitter. Um, but there's a lot of places where we can get information. And I know you and I have experienced this more in the last five to ten years than we ever have in our careers. And that is, we like to refer to it sometimes as, whoop, we just got Google slapped. Because we'll sit down with a, a prospective client or initial client, and we'll talk with them about our rec- specific recommendations, like I recommend a revocable trust, and you may recommend a particular uh, type of investment or investments. And the next thing you know, you get a call back, and maybe they cancel the meeting. Uh, maybe they have some more questions because, well, I heard that. And maybe the source of information was another advisor. Maybe the source of information was a neighbor, a friend, the Internet, Google, or a combination of all of that. And it can be very overwhelming. I mean, which, which information do you follow? Which source can you trust? How can, you know, what's the difference between this attorney telling me I need to do this and this attorney telling me I need, Kevin Tharp telling me I need to do this and the Google or my friends or neighbors telling me I need to do this? 
And I think there is one big difference, how you can tell the difference. And that difference is experience. Experience is the greatest teacher. We have experiences of successes. We have experiences of failures. We tried things that didn't work. Sounded like on paper they would work. In our professional industry, we're always taking continuing education to keep up uh, with the current things, but uh, also we keep up with the current trends. What are other people doing in other parts of a country? What are other elder law attorneys doing? What are other estate planning attorneys doing? Because most of us in this industry, we're facing sort of the same issues. As an elder law attorney, we're regularly facing the issue of how to prepare our clients for incapacity. We might be talking with the client themselves. Uh, they recognize that things are happening as they age. We might be talking with the children uh, of aging parents. Uh, we might be talking with both. We might be talking with a spouse who just lost a loved one and what they need to do. So in estate planning and elder law, and even in special needs law, we're kind of facing the same issues. We're dealing with the same things. And so we're trying to figure out or learn and keep up to date with the things that can help our clients. But new is not always the best. The latest thing is not always the greatest thing. Because what I found in my industry is if you stick with three basic principles that have worked for decades, they've worked for many, many of my clients, they've worked for my family personally, then really the difference in who, which direction you go in your planning, who you choose to help you uh, with your aging parents, especially if they get sick and go into a nursing home, is trust the one who has the most experience. And not just years of experience, because, you know, I know somebody that's been doing, uh, uh, you know, as a plumber, and they've actually been doing it wrong for many, many years, but nobody's really ever presented the opportunity to tell them they were doing it wrong. And now they're kind of seeing the consequences years ago today of what they decided to do when they did it wrong. Or they don't listen when somebody tells them you're doing that wrong. Absolutely. Which is probably even Absolutely. worse. Or ignoring the consequences of, oh, maybe I did that, didn't fix that toilet just right, and I'm standing in, you know, up to my ankles in water. Yeah. Uh, but those are rare professionals. Most people adapt. But you don't change what's not broken. If it works, it works. And so for 35 plus years, what I recommend to my clients in the area of estate planning and elder law and special needs planning has worked. Mm -hmm. And the difference is not, well, this attorney that recommends something different is better or worse or right or wrong. The difference is, did they have the experience to know what the consequences are, what the results are likely going to be for following this course of action? Or is it mainly just something, well, that's what they've always done. The, the person before them in their law firm did it, so we're going to do it. Or maybe we go to a seminar and that's the latest trend that everybody's talking about. 
Mm-hmm. I know right now the hottest topic that everybody's talking about is uh, AI, artificial intelligence, and how that can help you r- revolutionize your law firm. Yep. Okay? And maybe call me an old dog that you can't teach some new tricks, but I'm not real up on that right now. I see that as being a hot trend, but, you know, kind of like Bitcoin in your industry. I'm kind of right. glad I didn't bite that coin. It, it's, <laughs> that would have hurt it really badly. <laughs> You're listening to Truth in Planning. I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor. My co-host, Kevin Tharp, estate planning and elder law attorney, is with us today. And we're talking about why he recommends, why, Kevin, you recommend the things that you do. And, Kevin, I agree. I've seen over the years that you've been in business, I've seen the results of the planning that you did 20 years ago, 25, 30 years ago. And we know it works for people. That's all I have to know. If I'm looking for somebody to help me with my estate planning, why would I go anywhere else? I know yours works. And the way you do it works. And not everybody does it the way you do it. And that's the difference between uh, having the experience, professional as well as personal experience. And that makes the difference, quite frankly, between me and other attorneys And some of those attorneys may be recommending the same thing I do. Some of them may be recommending something totally different and opposite. So when you're deciding which direction do I go, test that gut feeling. And a lot of times that gut feeling is I'm going to go with the person who has the most experience. When I got out of the IRS, uh, I opened up my own law practice. And I did a lot of my marketing was centered around I would speak to any group that would invite me to speak. And I spoke to all kinds of different groups. I spoke to a synagogue in the congregation in Atlanta. I spoke to a Baptist church. I spoke to uh, an assisted living facility. And I'll never forget at one of the um, uh, synagogues I spoke to, uh, there was about 20 people there. And everybody was real nice and welcoming. Um, And uh, after it was over, this gentleman came up to me, and he probably was in his late 70s, maybe early 80s. And he, he came up to me, and he said, man, you got a lot of good information. You, you're, what you're saying makes sense. He said, but you know what? He said, I'm going to have to stick with the attorney I've always gone with because all I can remember as I'm hearing you talk is my doctor told me to stay away from green bananas. And it made sense. I was I was young. I, I did. I had a lot of knowledge, but I didn't actually have a lot of experience on how that knowledge applied in the real world and real life. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, just based on my hairstyle looking this morning, I'm no longer a green banana. Okay, <laughs> uh, I've got a little gray up there. Yeah, I was going to mention that, but that's okay. When you're you're good. So when you're deciding, and in the next segment, we're going to talk about some specific areas where my experience has shown that certain things that we recommend work. But experience, I believe, is the difference. When you're deciding where, which direction you're going to go, check your gut and go with the experience. Kevin, if somebody out there wants to tap into this experience you have, how do they get in touch with you? They can reach me at kevin at kevintharp.com. That's T-H-A-R-P-E. Hope for the best and plan for the worst. That's coming up next on Truth and Planning.
taxes. What are they going to look like a year from now? I'm Gary Anderson, financial advisor, Anderson Advisors. And I'm Kevin Tharp, elder law and estate planning attorney. Kevin, today I'm talking about political change because we're in a collection year. 2024 is an election year. We're just getting started on that. We're just a few weeks into it, but we're already seeing the impact of political campaigns, the political ads, things like that, because you get a lot of them even now. Even though the elections aren't until November, you're already getting a good share of the political action that's going on out there for sure. But when we look at political change, we're always concerned about how it affects our finances, how it affects our retirement plans. Those are good reasons to be concerned because a lot of times political philosophies do affect us. They affect the bottom line. And unfortunately, we as the taxpayer and the savers and the people who want to retire are the bottom line. It it all trickles down to us no matter who's in charge. So we talked about risk levels earlier. One thing I told you, one way to be ready for this is to make sure that you don't have as much risk involved in your portfolios, in your 401ks, than you did 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So if you're 65, 70, 75 years old right now, it's a really good time to take a look to make sure you don't have too much risk involved. You probably remember what happened in March of 2020, which wasn't very long ago, and how the markets dipped by 25% overnight, and how that affected your investments, how it affected your 401k plan. That was a political issue that was going on there then. Something was changing, something was different. Politics, our, our legislators, our administration, they were, uh, uh, they were actually affecting the way things happened by some of the decisions they made. So what we have to be concerned about as ourselves individually is to make sure we're, make, we're keeping or staying immune to this as much as we possibly can. When it comes to our, our financial plans and our retirement, it becomes very, very important. So we want to make sure that we're affecting, that we're, that we're preparing ourselves for whatever can happen. That's why we hope for the best, but we plan for the worst. That's what we do with a financial plan. One, one area that's going to be affected pretty soon is taxes. We do know this, and I bring this up a lot. Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 came into effect, and uh, we all got a nice little tax break. And that's really been beneficial. It's been going on so long now, we've taken that for granted. We always think things are going to be the same forever, but they're not. Because the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expires December 31st of 2025. So now we're within less than two years of this happening. So the end of 2025, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expires and there's nothing that tells us that it's going to be renewed. And most likely it won't be because of the political environment that we have and the debt that we have and things that are happening with Social Security, Medicare, all these things, are, they're, they're, being, they're underfunded at this point. So there's a good reason for us to believe that that tax cuts, that cuts and Jobs Act won't be coming back. It's going to go away. If you're in a 12% tax bracket right now, it's going to go to 15%. If you're in a 22% tax bracket, the rate goes to 25%. 24 goes to 28. These are some big changes, big differences. 
everybody's taxes are going to go up. If you're paying taxes now, they're going to go up in January of 2026, the end of next year. So what do we do? And how do, how do we address that? Well, from our uh, uh, perspective of retirement, what our retirement plans can do, if you've got a lot of money and tax-qualified retirement plans, let's say traditional 401ks, potentially traditional IRAs that you may have, then there are still things that we can do, and one of them is Roth conversions. It's a good time. Taxes are on sale right now. Taxes are cheaper than they're going to be. Even if it doesn't happen next year, it's going to happen at some point in time anyway. But taxes are on sale. It's a good time to take advantage of that. Well, how do you take advantage of that? By converting some maybe even all of your traditional IRA, your traditional 401k into the Roth version of that. Now, you have to have the money to pay the taxes naturally. That's something that'll happen, but this is why you plan a conversion like this to make sure it doesn't impact you a whole lot as far as taxes go, but you know automatically that these things, these traditional plans are going to cost you a lot in taxes at some point no matter what, because when you start using that money, in which you're going to have to start using it, you're going to have to start taking withdrawals from it at some point, you're going to pay a lot of money in taxes on those withdrawals. So let's address that by potentially doing some Roth conversions. You're listening to Truth and Planning. I'm Kevin Tharp, Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney. And before we get back to our topic, Taxes in Retirement, I wanted our listeners to know, Gary, that in case they missed a portion of the show or they would like to hear it again, we invite them to subscribe to our podcast, Truth and Planning. Just search for Truth and Planning on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast, and you can listen to this or any of our previous programs. Again, we're talking with my co-host, Gary Anderson, financial advisor of Anderson Advisors. And Gary, we're talking about taxes in retirement, and there's likely going to be some big changes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, I always said, unless Congress does something. And the word Congress and doing nothing do kind of go synonymous. (laughs) And unfortunately, there's consequences when they do nothing. But there's also consequences to us individually when we do nothing, when we look at it and say, well, they're gonna, they'll change it, you know, they always do, or taxes always go up and we really don't prepare for it, or we kind of just said, well, I'll deal with that when I come to it, and then all of a sudden it's here. Well, that's right, Kevin, and there's things we can control still. When it affects us personally, there's a lot of things that we can control, even though the political environment has changed or not changed, that there are things that are decisions being made in Washington that affect a lot of the parts of our lives. And we're always thinking, well, how's this going to affect me? There are some things personally, especially when it comes to our retirement and our investments, that we can actually make decisions on that will make a big difference for us somewhere down the line. And in future planning, and when you do it right, then you're going to at least see the results of that. We don't know if the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to be renewed or not. We're making assumptions that it will be. Why? Again, because we need to plan for the worst and hope for the best. Now, there's a very, very, I would say there's a 75 to maybe 90% probability that it's going to, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, our taxes are going to go up in January of 2026. Pretty much certain that's going to happen. If it doesn't, that'll be a great relief to a lot of us because we're going to be paying more in taxes. And that's going to affect people in retirement 
worse than it's affecting people who are working because you can't get that pay raise anymore or you can't go out and get another job and you don't care to go get another job, you're retired. But another area that things are effective when it comes to taxes is the deductions. See, not only are we going to have an increase in taxes, but we have deductions that are going to be greatly reduced as well. Because right now, the standard deduction is $24,000. Every year, $24,000 standard deduction. You're getting a real tax break because of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It was $13,000. Well, guess what? January 1st of 2026, it's going to be 13000 again. So basically, your standard deduction, which really helps you tax-wise, is going to be cut in half. Gift and estate tax exemption is $11 million right now. That's going to go back to $5.5 million. And Kevin, I know that affects a lot of the work that you do with people, and it's something we have to be mindful for. Now, $5.5 million is a, you know, that's a pretty good bit of money there. But $11 million is a whole lot better than that. You're getting a nice gift and estate tax exemption there, and that's going to go away. So that affects not only your financial planning, but your estate planning as well. We have to be ready for it. We have to plan for this actually happening. Because people, we tend to always think that things are going to be the same as they always were, and they aren't. They will change. Gary, I know our listeners are real interested because taxes do affect all of us, especially even in our retirement. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Kevin, they can call us at Anderson Advisors, 888-371-2847. In the next segment, we're going to talk about some specific examples where experience has made the difference for our clients. Some specific examples where experience has made the difference for our clients. I'm Kevin Tharp, Elder Law and Estate Planning Attorney. And I'm Gary Anderson, Financial Advisor, Anderson Advisors. Gary, I've been practicing law in these specific areas, estate planning, elder law, and special needs law, since 1988. So it's over 35 years. Now, Sometimes, and from a professional standpoint, I say, well, I don't count those couple of years I was with the IRS, you know, I was on the dark side. But in actuality, those were tremendous experience when it comes to dealing with, like you had talked about earlier, uh, when it comes to an estate tax or inheritance tax. Because my experience from the IRS showed me one thing, that married couples especially leave a huge tax exemption on the table. When I worked for the IRS, it just jumped from 250 to 600,000 as the limit of whether or not you go over. And yet, at, uh, return after return, a state after a state that I viewed, I saw where a married couple had a million dollars and the exemption was 600,000, and their kids ended up paying estate taxes on that extra 600,000. But if mom and dad, husband and wife had just done some simple planning, they would have doubled that exemption from 600000 to $1.2 million and could have escaped taxes altogether. So one thing to keep in mind, especially if you're a married couple, if your estate is, a, is $10 million or less, even if the rates go back or the tax job tax goes away. Tax Cousin Jobs Act, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. goes away, <laughs> right? 
that exemption may go back to $5 million for, from its current level of $11 million. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're married, that means you can double that and exempt $10 million, and that it might include your whole estate. You might now be out of the picture if you just do some simple planning. So that's one area that my experience as an estate and gift tax attorney with the IRS tells me take advantage of these exemptions that the government is giving you, especially if you're a married couple. Here's another area that my experience has taught me. You probably heard the radio ads where it says some people say it's a big deal, but I say it isn't. And that's pro When I first started practicing law, when I was that green banana, as that guy referred to, uh, I, like every other attorney, I I thought, well, probate's no big deal. Especially here in Georgia, what's a couple hundred dollars filing fee? Yeah, it's no big deal. And so I just, and, and everybody does a will. All lawyers recommend a will. Don't be different. Don't swim upstream. Swim you know, with the rest of the fishes and, and don't, you know, rock the boat, just do a will. That's what everybody else does. Well, I learned very quickly, my experience taught me and not proven wrong in those 36 years of experience that probate can be a big deal. And a lot of it has to do with your perspective. From my perspective as an attorney, maybe it's not a big deal. But for the person who walks through my door, probate is a big deal. Maybe they had a negative experience prior to coming to see me. And they said, I don't want my kids to go through what I had to go through when my mom died. So there is a difference. And here's the biggest difference. You don't have to go through probate. So I tell my clients and have for 36 years now, There's a difference. You don't have to go through probate. There is an alternative, and that alternative is very simple. Get the title of your assets coordinated with your document, and you cannot do those two steps with a will. And so a will is not a complete estate plan, and since it's not a complete estate plan, then you got to go through probate. If a will was a complete plan, then why would we need probate? Why would we need that extra step? You're listening to Truth in Planning. I'm Gary Anderson. In case you've missed a portion of the show or would like to hear it again, we invite you to subscribe to to podcasts. Just search for Truth in Planning on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to this or any other of of our previous programs. I'm talking with my co-host Kevin Tharp, estate planning and elder law attorney today, and we're talking about how experience makes the difference. And especially when it comes to planning, experience makes the difference because the plan, Kevin, lasts a long time. It can last decades for people. So your experience tells you that the things that you do work. And Gary, people invest a lot of money and time in getting wanting to get this right they invest money whether it's go on zoom legalzoom.com or they go see an attorney and they invest money in documents but that investment is not complete you don't have a complete plan if all you have is documents if you're not talking about 
how to title things. That's what my experience has told me makes all the difference in the world when something happens to somebody. When somebody dies, it's not whether they have a document or not. It's how things are titled. When somebody dies and you need to get access to a bank account to do something like pay for their funeral, the bank is going to deny you access if it's not titled right. So what's the right way to title it? Well, you don't want to die with it in your name alone, because if you do, nobody's having access when something happens to you until after you go through the court process called probate. And here's what I can tell you about probate. You're not going to get it done in less than 30 days. You're just not. That is a minimum. I mean, that's how long you got to run the ad in the newspaper Hmm. is 30 days. So at least count on you're not going to be able to get to your loved one's bank account to pay their funeral bill for 30 days. You have to wait. Why? Because of the way things were titled. And here's the biggest thing. When clients come to see me or call me in that situation and they learn that they have to go through probate and they have to wait, they'll go, well, why didn't that attorney tell me that? How come I'm just now hearing that? I didn't know that. You mean I could have done something else? I didn't have to do this? So my experience has taught me with my own family, as well as with my clients, probate can be avoided by simply having a complete estate plan, getting your title of your assets coordinated with your wishes. My experience has taught me that you cannot do that with a will, but you can do that with a trust. And when you use a revocable trust, you keep ownership and you keep control. Gary, here's another specific instance that my experience of 36 years as an elder law attorney, especially with my own parents and grandparents, has taught me. Gifting doesn't work. Changing ownership of your assets as a way to protect them if you or your loved one go into a nursing home does not work. My experience has taught me that, yeah, on occasion, you might fly under the radar. I don't want to use the word get away with it because you're not really doing anything wrong, but you escape the penalties. Mm. Okay. But in a majority of time, when I encounter situations where people will call me that aren't my clients, and we start, I, start, I ask them two questions. What type of assets do you own, and have you given up ownership? When I ask them that second question, there's a pause, or there's a, well, we were told by another attorney recently that mom and dad need to put their land in our name, so they went ahead and did that last year. Or we heard some attorney on the radio say, we got to put our home in an irrevocable trust if we want to protect it, and we did that about three years ago. Well, my experience has taught me you're not protected anymore. There are penalties. You're not going to get the benefit you're seeking. So let our experience make the difference for you and your family in planning for what happens to my assets when I die or planning for what happens if I get sick before I die, including going into a nursing home. Kevin, why don't you give people your information so they can take advantage of your experience? KevinTharp.com is my website, and that's the best way to reach me. 
Investment advisory services are offered through Anderson Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm. Anderson Advisors is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investments involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Any reference to protection, safety, and lifetime income generally refers to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the strength and paying capabilities of the insurance carrier. This show is intended for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. You should consult with a financial advisor to help determine the best options for your particular circumstances. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions construed herein presented by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. Completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Gary Anderson or Anderson Advisors is affiliated with attorney J. Kevin Tharp or any guests on this show.